Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall. And we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we are going to recap the week 14 that was in the NFL. I have uh, to talk about the death blow that has come to me in several of my fantasy leagues. Kevin's got a good story as well. It's not Um, a good story. It's a great story. We got some news and notes and, of course, our starts of the week. But as always, Kevin, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, doing all right, buddy. Shave my mustache today. You know what? I'm officially done. I was going to look Amish Mennonite for now on because I just don't like breathing into it with my mouth or nose. I think mustaches are stupid and I'm done with it. Other than that, oh, getting ready for Christmas here and, uh, you know, doing my thing. I don't mind the stash. It's just when it gets long, there's a there's a tickle sometimes. If yeah, you get a stray. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Hey. I'm off it. It's all good, man. I don't. I don't blame you. I have a question for you. Um, so my son is he's really into two things right now. He likes to, to play frisbee, he likes to throw and catch a frisbee. And um he's getting into badminton. We got a little badminton set we hit around in the front in the front yard. And you and you're a racket sports guy. So I'm assuming sure. that um I don't know if he's into the badminton. When can I get him into tennis if that's something he wants to do? You're the tennis pro. We usually What's start the tennis here? players around five. But well, badminton and tennis, aside from the fact you're holding a racket in your hand, have next to nothing to do with each other. There is some transfer from tennis into badminton, but there's pretty much no racket sport that will translate into tennis. What about pickleball? No. If you are a really strong tennis player, you're automatically a strong pickleball player. If you are a really strong pickleball player and never played tennis, you are in real trouble when you move back. Because tennis, the thing about tennis is the fastest, the ball that goes the highest, the ball that spins the most, uh, the most distance between shots, the most movement laterally, forward and backward. It just, the two, the sports, None of the racket sports necessarily translate into tennis. Tennis translates into all of them. Okay. I know for a fact that if you and I played, I mean, I have played like for real tennis, maybe five or six times in my life. So I am certain that if you and I actually played for real, I would score zero points. Uh, I wouldn't even, I don't even have confidence that I would get lucky and get a point. You, You would win a point or two. Because you never know, I might hit a ball in the net, a double fault. You okay, might that's fair. Serve. You probably you you're right. You wouldn't win any games, but you would win a point okay. here and there. Okay, we have played tennis, kind of. Yeah, so and, and around, yeah. And that may have been the that last time I played, and that was what? Well, that was seven, eight years ago. Yeah, back when you were still here. Right. Um. So I have confidence in badminton. I've done a little more badminton than I have tennis. Oh, Maybe yeah, I- no doubt, no doubt. Anybody can jump out there that has athletic skill like you good hand eye and and with the, even the smallest amount of instruction of strategy and tactics can be a decent badminton player almost right away absolutely yeah there's no no doubt to me that you would you would okay, struggle to beat me at badminton because i played a lot of it because i do know strategy and tactics of it and have more experience but you would definitely you have a million times better chance of beating me at badminton than you ever would at tennis Oh, for sure. Okay, with badminton. Next time, next time we're around each other, let's play some badminton. 
I'm down. We were putting down lines. We're doing legal serves. We're doing everything by the book. Oh, I'd love to. I like the sounds of that, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. The death blow. All right. I, I got I got some some complaining to do here, my friend. Um, I got three leagues I need to talk about that this week, buddy. It was the fantasy gods decided tw- it was not to be. Um, the once and done. We'll talk about that one first. Uh, I had my work cut out for me. We've talked about that. So I pulled out all the stops. When I told you what my lineup was, you could not contain your excitement just because of the names. I thought you Patrick, might score 220 points. Oh, uh, right. And set the, the record. hit right. I was just like, right. this is insane. Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey Chase McLaughlin, and Houston's defense against the New York Jets, which had been bleeding points. Which were hapless until this week. I scored 91 points. Um, I, I dropped 120 or 130 earlier this year playing absolute scrubs. Yeah, playing and, like Panthers and, and yeah. players such as that, Patriot players. Right. C.D. Lamb. And this is this is how you know the fantasy gods are against you. So C.D. Lamb was my highest scoring player of the week with 16.1. That's okay, but not for my highest scoring player. Not with that lineup that you would expect that to be your your floor. Devin, are you ready for this? Of 14 weeks with that lineup that I put out, knowing that I've played players like, I don't know, Jonathan Mingo, Josh Kelly. It was my fourth lowest scoring week of the entire season. Yeah. Mike Evans had 1.3 points, easily his lowest output of the season, and only his third single-digit week of the year. He scored 17 the last time that they played the Falcons, in case you were wondering. Jamar Chase, also his worst week of the season. Four Christian targets. McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's third worst week. Mahomes, third worst week. Jamar's fourth worst week. Kelsey only had eight points. One or two of these guys, I understand. Like, we're going to miss every now and then. And keep in mind, all these guys had pretty good matchups. But oh, even still. Great matchups. You, there was a still, single play in here that when I looked at it, said, well, ah, that's iffy. Not a single one. These were all blow-up right. spots. One or two of these guys, if you miss, I get it. Because maybe, you know what? Maybe McCaffrey has a down game. It's cool. Camaro was set up to score four or five touchdowns. No Taysom Hill. Derek Carr's in there who loves to check it down to him. All of these things combined is unreal. I needed 47 points to make it the way everything worked out to make the playoffs. I needed 47 more points. Right. If these guys would have just did their average, just their average. I figured it up. I'd have been less than five points shy of making it just our average. Yeah. Dude, I wasn't even close. <clears throat> Unbelievable. And the yeah. worst part, is that the original lineup I had, like if if I would have been kind of comfortable and I was just going to play Garrett Wilson over Mike Evans, that would have been a 14 point difference. I'd have played Fields. Right. He was my, right. I texted you that. You yeah. stuck with it. No, you said Gibson. it on the show. He was your play of the week. I know. And I but sat like, there like you, you were insane. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm insane for not playing him because I figured Mike Evans has averaged like 84 yards receiving a game. 
And I needed that floor with his ceiling, right? Justin Fields outscored Mahomes is who I was going to play. I was going to play Brees Hall and Bajan Robinson. Both of them outscored CMC and Kamara. They sure did. Oh, my gosh. Week number two. This is quick and easy. Well, I'm in a win and I'm in situation. Except we got a text right before kickoff from the commissioner that said, oh, hey, sorry, guys. I just realized this. the playoffs are starting this week. What? Yes, correct. Oversight on the commissioner's part and all of us. Why would I think playoffs started this week in a 12-team league where four teams make the playoffs? Wait, you're, wait, you're saying that the regular season ended after 13 weeks? That's correct. Sorry, guys. I'll fix it for next year. Go ahead and fix it. I won't be in the league, buddy. What? I know. I know. I go ahead. I don't know. The, the league that I there's a close friend of mine that, as you know, I um, consult his for his team. They had done that when the league originally went to the 18 weeks, 17 games. They didn't realize, and they had the same problems. Like, dude, this makes no sense. This is crazy. So they switched it for the next year. But if you're in at this point, uh, that 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 defies all. All how many teams make it in this league? Six, four out of twelve. So, so, so your playoffs are weeks fourteen and fifteen. That's correct. Unbeknownst okay. to anyone. So you don't even you don't have any games in week 16, 17, or 18? Uh we're just we're just watching, Kevin. We're just watching and and, and having fun, I guess. For three weeks. Three full weeks uh, don't dude, even matter in this league, is your what you're telling me. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have because even in yeah. that case, they shouldn't have started this. They should you're saying your playoffs already started. <laughs> is that uh, uh, for, maybe I'm confused. This the week are starting st- in week 14 or 15? No, no, 15. Okay, so that makes week. more sense. I thought you were saying they already started. But it you're doesn't saying make it's sense. Co- so they never changed it like this other league. So your playoffs are starting now instead of having an extra week. Okay, I got you. So this other league that I um I told you that is outsourced to me a little bit, they actually even they actually have six teams in the playoff. So their playoffs are 15, 16, 17. But if you're in a team that only has four, like if you're in one of those weak little 12 team leagues, then you should be, this should be the final week of your regular season. Correct. Hands down, bar none. And if it's not that, yes, you should not be in that league anymore. And guess what? Listen, I blame myself. That is something that I never even thought to look at when I look at how rules and stuff. Way more than I do that. Know yeah. your league rules, know your league schedule, know your league in and out. Yep. And I did accept that. And that's my fault. I mean, yes, I blame myself. Well, and even then, you <laughs> might not have made it anyway, but still, that that does that makes very little sense to me. Um, so I can understand why you're a little upset, both with your commission and yourself. Yep. Last one, Kevin, the Sirius XM Host Dynasty League. Now, I haven't talked about this one much on the show because uh, I've been doing well. And... <clears throat> I don't know. You and I, we just anticipate we're going to do well. So it's not much to talk about, right? Yeah, it's we're either uh, relieved or disappointed. 
Right. Now, this is a, a huge league. There are 16 total teams, and it's broken down into two 16-team divisions. And so the, the what happens is the playoffs started this past week. Um, the number one seed gets a bye, and then you go through the playoffs, and they need that week 17 for the champions of each 16 division 16 team division to play each other um like you you mentioned to me um before the show uh, it's like old school mlb um how they would do the playoffs and stuff with the world series plus during the regular season you only play people in your own conference right that now, was the big thing because even the super bowl is afc versus nfc for the playoffs yeah right um so I've been doing well again, but my bad luck is was, was trying to keep me out in this one. I had the second highest points in the whole thing. Um, and third place was pretty far back, but still I sneaked my way into the playoffs because my points against were um, also second highest in the league. But regardless, before my matchup this week, I had a 97% chance of winning according to projections. Projections mean nothing, but right. it makes you feel better my kickoff projection had changed i was still 80 20 i'm feeling pretty good um i went out and had my absolute worst scoring week of the season and i um, out first round kick to the curb yet again who'd you lose to uh matt matt deutsch he's a producer i believe a serious xm gotcha and uh his team's fine it's decent but i mean i was outscoring him all year every week but it's all good man and i didn't even mention the team where i'm still the highest scoring team in the league and have zero shot at making the playoffs um but all of this bad news to sneak in a little good news against all odds kevin in my league of record i have a shot of sneaking in the playoffs we were talking about it right before we got on I am seven and seven. There are like five or six teams that are seven and seven, and one team that's eight and six. All I really need are one seven and seven team to lose. I need to win, and I need my eight and six team to lose, and I need to outscore them. And I'm in. I have been out. I've been in last place in this league during the during the year. I was in eleventh place for a while. We're fighting. We're clawing, Kevin. We're right there. We're right there. I hear you. Uh, well, I, I, I'll i be rooting for you, buddy. As you know, I, your bad luck, I've already dedicated the once and done season. You, know, I, I hope that uh, since you missed and I have had some bad luck this week that you, I, if I win, I will dedicate that win to you. Uh, and your I appreciate luck. that. Um, my league of record, two nut. Yes. If you can take two nut as inspiration for you. Tunut needed to go 2-0 this week, and he needed at least one of two other teams to go 0-2, and he had to outscore both of those teams by enough. All of these things happened. Tunut went 2-0, had the high points for the week. Another team went 0-2 because his Dolph his season goes as the Dolphins goes. They did nothing. Um, that team is now out. Tunut. Just sort of uh, backdoored his way into the sixth and final spot, and to be honest, he's he's hot right now. He could end up winning the whole thing as a wild card. So good for two nut. On the other hand, I this is what I want to hear. This is what I want to hear. Had 
little to no chance going into this week. I had to go 2-0. My nephew was ahead of me by one game in, in our division. But he had me 2-0 head-to-head this week. So he had to go 0-2. I had to go 2-0. I'm thinking there's no chance because he's up significantly on the guy he's playing, our buddy Pauly, uh, uh, team owner of the Pirate Crew. Pirate Crew going in is behind, I don't know how many points, like 17 points. Frogger's done, my nephew. Pirate Crew has Isaiah Hodgins and the Dolphins defense left. I end up crushing my best buddy, Jamie. I ended up beating him. He was actually happy because he was hoping I'd end up winning the division. So I I, I had second highest points this week. So I beat the average. And I did my part 2-0. But still, I'm thinking this other thing's not going to happen. Frogger has to lose to the average, which eventually beat him by two points. And he has to lose to Paul. So at one point, Paul is behind him uh, like 3.8 points, something along those lines. Miami gets a fumble recovery. A minute or two later, they get another fumble recovery. He is now beating Frogger by 0.2 points. You're in. You're in. Three minutes left in you the game. You made it. And you I'm in. It. And I'm in everything. Right. I went 2-0. He's on 2. I finished it. the game ahead. I'm in. I have no to lose the grandeur. The teams ahead of, that are in the playoffs I, at the top of it are, we're going to crush me in the playoffs. But it's money. And, it, and I still had a puncher's chance. You got there. Good job, Kevin. Congrats. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, wow, this could actually happen. Okay, so Tennessee gets the ball. Levis moves it down, throws a little wounded duck, hits a linebacker in the hands, can't bring it in. And then from there on, the Dolphins decide they're not going to play defense and now set an NFL record. The first team in like the last 768 games to lose in regulation ahead by 14 points with less than three minutes left in the game. Like, I don't know, but it's in the mid 700s. The teams yeah. that are in that situation yes. were like 768 and 0. So they just let the tie, they just played. It wasn't even a dime defense. It was like, I don't even know what you would call it, a, a silver dollar defense, where they just all played back and just let Levis and then move down the field 12, 13, 15 yards at a time, scored in 45 seconds, get the ball back to Miami. Miami's. Only has one starting offensive lineman left, so they can't do anything. They end up having to punt, and then they just do the same thing. Not only do they let him roll the whole way down there, they have to get the two point conversion, then the then the one pointer at the end to win it. Paul loses four points, ends up losing by three. My ass is in the consolation bracket. Frogger gets to limp into the playoffs with his pathetic freaking team, who he wouldn't have even won if James Cook didn't have wasn't smoking weed and doing some lines and doing tripping on acid in his game and has the game of his life by about 15 points. So he gets to limp in the playoffs with his crappy team. Meanwhile, I'm on the outside looking in because the Dolphins don't play defense. You know why, right? Why? Did you play Miami in one of your leagues this week and screwed me? No, we just talk too much. If you had nothing to do with me, you, you'd be waltzing into the playoffs. Number one seed. It's my fault. I take blame. What a freaking mess. I had Hopkins blow up in a week that I didn't even need him to. If he could have done that a couple other weeks, I wouldn't even be in this in this mess. I lost. I look back through. I lost five games this, this year by five points or less. Kevin, 
if it makes you feel any better, the NFL is just as wild and crazy as our as our fantasy seasons have gone. Why would that and make I, me feel better? Because you're not alone, Kevin. Misery loves company. Yeah, you. I got to find I, a new person yes. to do a podcast yes. with. Because you're bringing my damn teams down with you. I am misery. And, and I then do in the once company. and done, on top of it, I have this grand scheme. It's worked all year. I have the most stacked lineups for the playoffs ever. And then I by the end of the four o'clock games, at like seven thirty, I scored forty two points. <laughs> and I'm on the brink of losing. I'm not even making the playoffs. So I like have to substitute CeeDee Lamb oh. and Tyreek Hill. Lamb has 15 points at halftime, then has one catch in the second half. And Tyreek Hill sprains his ankle on another hip drop tackle five minutes into the oh. first quarter. So I blow through these two dudes, barely squeaked into the playoffs. Meanwhile, Gabe Davis gets me zero. Justin Herbert, who has got to be about the biggest sissy in the NFL, gets me 1.2 points. But you had another zero. Did you have two zeros? Who was my other one? Let me look. It, this was a nightmare. No, I only had one zero. I had the Texas defense who had given up zero points at halftime, but decided they'd give up 30 in the second half to Zach Wilson. And I know that what we're talking about is very personal to us, but we also know that folks that are listening, I mean, we've all lived this. We've all been there. We've all been in these situations. It's a nightmare. We've all come out on top sometimes. Uh, and we've all come out on the box. Anyways, we should have had you should have called Leach. You should have got Leach on tonight so we could uh, sit here so and see him for those actually who don't weep know, on on a on a live show. Our our buddy Albert Leach, um, he actually I think I posted a screenshot that he sent me about how on Spotify I told him that his number one podcast for the year is Get Your Bell Rung. So uh that was awesome. But he uh he was in the playoffs for basically I mean all season. The whole he season. was up there. Up in the top two or three at at different var- at various points, and then he ended up uh, starting Justin Herbert as well, which got him a point. And he missed the playoffs. He dropped like eight spots. One point three points. One point three. The whole season came down to one point three points for him. Fantasy football is the worst. It's brutal. It's brutal. Oh, I just man. I hate I hate everything about it. Even though I'm in the playoffs. And now I just hate it because I know that my whole thing's blown up now and I don't even know what to do. I know a lot of the other teams that are in have wasted a lot of players. Like Stone, for example, has played every All-Pro there there is for the last five years. He's already played them. But he'll probably play Joe Flacco and get 37 points. All right. I don't want to uh, spend any more time with that. I want to move on to the breakdown of the games. Thursday, uh, the Patriots – Scored 21 more points than they did the previous week last week because they scored 21 points. Uh, and they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 21 to 18. Uh, this game was weird. I, I didn't anticipate this many points from either team, to be honest with you. And no one started any of these guys, uh, besides probably Deontay Johnson, who went three for 57, which doesn't matter, but he was able to get a touchdown. Other than that, I doubt you started anyone. Um, but I will tell you, Kevin, I know that you wanted to start Ezekiel Elliott in the one. Yeah, he was done. my player of the week. You'd have been five. Play of the neither week. one of us started our plays of the week. I know. Just like you. Neither one of us started our players of the week. And mine straight up blew up. And yours had a strong, a strong game. It didn't blow up. Had yeah. a really strong game. But mine had his game of the year. Matter of fact, he was yes. the highest scoring running back in the once and done this week that anybody played. Freaking uh, Zeke was the highest. Zeke. CJ Stroud. 
uh, he did not blow up as his Houston Texans were only able to muster six points. He ended up with a concussion. He might not play this week. We'll see. They lost to Jets 30 to six. I cannot believe that the New York Jets were able to put up 30 points. I can't believe Zach Wilson almost got second half alone. I know. Second half, 30 points. Brees Hall, I mentioned he had a great week because I didn't start him 22.6 points. Garrett Wilson went 15 and a half. Um, I mean, obviously, you're not going to start anyone outside of those guys unless you have a kicker and Greg Zerline, whatever, got you 18, which is an awesome, awesome week for a kicker. Uh, but this was, I don't know, but it doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things except for Houston's playoff um, hopes. They didn't want to do that. Uh, as it stands currently, the Colts now are in the playoffs over the Texans, but they share a record, and uh, hopefully the Texans will be able to bounce back from that. Texans are going to have to figure out what they're going to do with receivers. Dell is out. Nico Collins might be out for a while. Going to be tough. Sure will be. The Cincinnati Bengals smashed the Indianapolis Colts thirty-four to thirteen, or I'm sorry, thirty-four to fourteen. And uh, outside of Michael Pittman, who seems to do it every single week, no one was worth owning. This was I I thought was going to be a nice game for Zach Moss. I know a lot of folks thought that as well. It it was not to be. He did um, score, but, got called back on a phantom call. Right, right, right. Luckily for me and the Bengals, they scored 34 points. So, obviously, Jamar Chase had an awesome game. Wait, let me see. Nope, three catches for 29 yards. Joe Mixon, 20 points. Jake Browning, 24. Chase Brown. Chase Brown, that's right, didn't mess that name up. Backup running back, 21 points. Nothing for my man Jamar Chase. Yeah, also, like that said, the Chase Brown, most of that was on one 54-yard catch for touchdown. But hey. How many times? Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. How many times has a quarterback scored not shy of 24 points and had not a single receiver reach double digits? Not a tight end, not a receiver, not anything. Yeah. I mean, he only had seven, eight targets total to Chase and Higgins. He only had 18 completions to yeah. a quarterback. That's... It was uh, a strange game. If you'd have told me they scored 34, I would have expected uh, Chase and Higgins to each of a little scored at least once. Maybe each had triple-digit yards. But nope. Agreed. Uh, moving on, the what was oh. the highest-scoring game of the week? Were the, the Browns and the Jaguars the highest-scoring game of the week? 31-27. Cleveland over Jacksonville. Cleveland keeps finding a way to win. They're man, they're scary. Um, Trevor Lawrence had a decent game. It'd have been a lot better if he wouldn't have thrown three picks. Travis Etienne, awful, awful on the ground. Fourteen for thirty-five. This, I'm telling you, Browns the. Yeah, they he, bottled him up. He, he I don't want to say backfield over and over again. I know they gave up twenty-seven points, but they. They are the best defense in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. They're one of them, but they, they seem to give up a lot of points. They've done it over and over again this year. They give up a lot of points. They're making plays. They do make some plays. They're decent for fantasy, but they, they, they've they given up 28 or more at least a handful of times. Yeah. Evan Ingram was an absolute monster, 11 for 95 and two touchdowns. Your boy. Joe Flacco, another solid game. 45 attempts, 311 yards, three touchdowns, 24 fantasy points. 
Jerome Ford got you 10. And uh, David Njoku, monster, monster yes. game. He wanted to he did his best uh, Evan Ingram impression on the other side. Six catches, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. And here's the deal, Kevin. I was going – my um, I mentioned on the show last week that, like, hey, people really like Njoku. You know, Flacco's always liked it. his tight end, Todd Heap, all those, you know, guys from Ravens history. And um, – Oh, who was it? It wasn't Joku. Who's the other tight end that scored last week? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. For Cleveland. Um, Jordan Akins? Anyway. What? Was it Jordan Akins? No, no, no. Anyway, I said on the show, don't worry about Njoku. Like, he'll get his his looks. It would just happen to be, you know, the other tight end uh, last week. But, uh, man, man, did that work out. David Njoku had an absolute monster game he did harrison bryant that's it there it is harrison bryant yep um anything else for that one i know you didn't want to see that the jaguars could have easily won that one i guess no, well i don't was, want to say easily but this is tight ends versus tight ends no i don't mind it because it it knocked the jags down from a potential uh, number one seed gives your browns a win though in that division but you and i talked to you with with their defense Man, they're they are made for winter football. If they get in, it's yes. that classic. Nobody's going to want to have that, to play them. You got your own Ford. You got Kareem Hunt. I mean, it's not like they're it's not Derrick Henry or anything, but they can get the job done. No, they got good receivers, good tight end. They could do it. Yep, the Chicago Bears. I mean, they beat they beat the Lions pretty good. I don't know what's going with the Lions, man. My my buddy uh, Dan Coons, he's also an active listener to the show. He sent a text in the group, and he was like, hey, fellas, this is, this is the Lions team I'm used to seeing. This is the squad that I'm used to year after year after year. And I hope they're not falling apart. But uh, there were only two fantasy-relevant guys that, that hit double digits, and it was both the running backs, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. Josh Reynolds did as well because he got the touchdown, but nobody started Josh Reynolds in their fantasy leagues. Fields had a great day, 24 points on the back of 58 yards on the ground, plus a rushing score. And DJ Moore, man, he finds a way to get it done. He got a rushing touchdown, thought six for 68, and a receiving score as well. And uh, that's it. Not a lot of fantasy uh, goodness in this one, but um, if you started your guys, your fields, your Moore, your running backs for uh, – or Detroit, it worked out. Amon Ra, though, three for 21. What's going on there? I don't like that. I don't think it was him. I mean, he Dolph did nothing. 20 of 35, he had 6.3 points. He was awful, atrocious. He just – they just failed in every aspect in this game. But that said, in the offseason, at the draft, I think they should use about 90% of their picks on defense because this defense is atrocious. It is truly awful. It's not awful. Detroit's defense is truly awful. It's terrible. Awful. Okay. I mean, they're okay. Their their point differential is fine, but you could argue that that's because their offense is so well. I got gotcha. you. It's the points. Their offense, their total yards, they're fifteenth. They're right in the middle of the pack for defense, but uh, the points they've given up, they are twenty fifth. So. You got you got something there, Kevin. The yardage doesn't mean crap. Points do. I want them to be better, Kevin. So do I. I I'm rooting <laughs> we, for them. 
I'd be happy Always. still if they get win the division, win the Super Bowl. I'd be I'd, I'd be fine with that. I just don't see it happening with this defense. They just when they need to stop teams, they just can't. Like DJ Moore, that touchdown catch yet. How do you get that open? Yeah, he had three. He had two, at least two full steps. How do you? How do you get that far open when that short field? It doesn't even make sense. And how much time was it? These guys don't even know what they're doing out there. Was that? Was it inside two minutes? I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I know that you shouldn't be that far open in that short of a field. It's problematic, friend. That's all. It's very problematic. Certainly is. Uh, the NFC South is not problematic because everyone has a shot, man. It, I feel like every week the leader in the NFC South is changing, and it's going to go all the way up to week 18. And you're going to have three teams fighting for it, the Bucks, um, the Falcons. Uh, sorry, Panthers, but you're out. Uh, and the Saints. The Buccaneers beat Atlanta in Atlanta by 429-25. Baker did well in fantasy. Rashad White did it again and again and again. Rashad White is like he's without this quiet, completely overlooked season. Dude, he has got to be a top six running back in the in in terms of fantasy. I I'm looking it up right now. He is RB five. I yep, RB five. Yeah, good for him, man. That is awesome. Um, obviously they score. Tampa Bay scores almost 30 points. Mike Evans did great. Just kidding. One catch, eight yards. Can you imagine awesome. that? If you told me before that game, Dude, that don't. he wasn't even, that if you say, hey, he's not going to be hurt and Tampa Bay's going to score 29 points, but Mike Evans will have one catch for eight yards. I, yeah. I thought you were crazy. I'd have bet my house on the fact you were crazy. Obviously. Obviously. And I would have been crazy. But unfortunately, that's what happened. Bijan Robinson, uh, on the back of five for 54 and a touchdown. He didn't do much on the ground, only averaged 3.4 yards a carry, uh, but he did find the end zone. Kyle Pitts, he scored yeah. 13 points. We haven't said his name, what, three times all year? Three times his whole career. <laughs> Rake London dominated 10 catches, a buck 72. And Desmond Ritter had a really nice game. Got you a score on the ground, got scored through there. And I don't know his career stats. I'd have to look him up. I don't want to take time to do that. But 347 yards through the air, that has to be, if not his career best. It's got to be close. He had 329 in week five. And then last year, his most was 224. But he only played four games. 347. Nice game for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, Not much to say about the Saints-Carolina game. Except for that Bryce Young is not a good football player. There's nothing he has done all season that would make me think he was worthy of the number one pick. Not, I haven't seen every single Carolina Panther play, but of all of the ones that I've seen, including the highlights, there's nothing he's done where I thought, oh, yeah, Dude, he, he's that's all, the guy. That And that's the thing. It's not just that their team's awful and they're losing games and it gets that much, but, dude, he's only broken 10 points four times all year. His highest is 19.6 against the hapless Lions defense. Mm. The last six weeks, 2.8, 7.9, 2.4, 6.7, 5.9, 6.5. That's futility, dude. That's Zach Wilson world. Oh, no. He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Well, I know Zach turned it around this week, but that's his typical type numbers. Think about that. We're talking Nathan Peterman, buddy. Yeah, this is truly awful. I'm. You're right. Really? And, and this might ruin him. This might ruin his confidence, ruin his game forever. Uh, and here we go again. Saints, 28 points. Alvin Kamara definitely did something great. Dude, nobody did uh, anything. Wow. How did he score 20 points and everyone on your team was terrible? Yeah, even Kamara scored. It's only had 12 points with a touchdown. Chris Olave scored four for 28. Four catches, 20 yards of touchdown. It's, oh, question. A weird How do you have three catches for negative 11 yards? <laughs> How does that even happen? Did you uh, get like negative five, negative five, negative one? I mean, or did he have one that was like negative 27? I'll be honest, that stat line, I missed that. Alvin Kamara had three catches for negative 11 yards. Yeah. Three catches, you only got 0. 0.4 points out of that. What's the record for least receiving yards in a game? It's got to be closer because I don't know how you could get much lower than that. Because you get much lower than that, they're not even passes anymore. They're just laterals. They're just I mean, unless Unless someone like threw a screen pass and the, and the guy decided, no, it's not here, so I'm just going to do that big loop. The spaghetti patterns the back field. and forth. Like a ball and you accidentally get loose 50 yards. Man, it's bizarre, dude. And Derek well, Carr, please go away. Tire, so you retire. Quit making excuses about your concussions and your shoulders, and you break a rib every other week. We're tired of hearing it. You suck. Deal with it. You know, what Derek Carr would be really great at Why? holding holding a clipboard, then coming in when the starter gets hurt. And, and I like I I truly mean like actually getting playing time as a backup. Yeah, he'd like be the Daniels best backup in the league. Right. And and I really I honestly think he'd come in with that mindset like I got nothing to lose and he'd sling it and he would actually do yeah. really well. You put Joe Flacco on this team, they'll run away with this division. Dude, we talked about last yeah, week. That's what I'm saying. They'd run and, away and with listen, it. Listen, I should have prefaced this. I don't like Joe Flacco. I've never liked Joe Flacco. Baltimore Ravens are one of my least favorite teams okay. in the entire NFL. Okay. Yeah, this but is, people don't listen to this foolishness. This is just stupid. But he can start for so many teams, the Saints being one of them. Why do you have to disparage Flacco and the Ravens? No, no, no. Listen, the Ravens are a good football team. Flacco is a very decent, a very capable quarterback. I don't have to But there's enjoy nothing with them. disparagement. I don't I don't like them. I don't like him. I've never liked the Ravens. Well, I don't really care for you, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Speaking of the Ravens, uh, in an overtime, what was it? Punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> it was. They pull, they pull out the win over the Rams. And honestly, this was, I, I, besides the fantasy aspect of like these teams scoring you know like the saints 28 points and no one actually doing anything positively in terms of fantasy um and i'm not going to count the the dolphins here but this was one of the more surprising games for me because i didn't think the Rams sort of shot the weather was bad and the weather doesn't affect nfl games as much as a lot of people think it does I talk about the rain doesn't bother me either it's wind when it's sustained yeah. high winds that's when I'm a little bit hesitant. 
And this was one of those games that going into it, the wind, the the weather was supposed to be pretty bad with the wind up and everything, but it didn't seem to affect these teams much at all. Um, again, surprising because Matthew Stafford has not been very good this season. He almost gets three hundred yard passing. He's he been great three. recently, but you're right. Early on, he wasn't much. Yeah, by recently, you mean like the last two or three weeks? He's got 26, 27, and twenty five points. Right, the last three weeks, but. Right. We're in week 14, so for 11 weeks, it wasn't real great. Uh, no no interceptions for him either, which was odd. And then Puka Nukua had a decent game. Kyron Williams rushed for 114 yards. You have been telling me that the Ravens' defense isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. Uh, I just chalked that up as to your pessimistic nature. But watching this game, you might have something going. Cooper Cup and Stafford look like the the pairing of old on well, that touchdown pass yep. two, right, eight eight for one fifteen to score for Cooper Stafford was going backwards he was I don't want to say falling backwards but he was leaning backwards and just kind of did this little sidearm like loft with the ball Cooper Cup wasn't even out of his break and it just landed in his arms yeah it was a thing of beauty and then um for the Ravens real quick Lamar Jackson was an absolute monster. 316 through the air with three touchdowns, plus 70 yards on the ground. Say Flowers had a really nice day. Odell Beckham, uh, he had a nice day because he found the end zone. And Isaiah Likely, hey, welcome to the party, buddy. Five for 83 and a score for him. Um, But I'm telling you what, Keaton Mitchell, man, when that guy touches the ball, he's like, we talk about, you know, Debo Samuels, one of those guys, every time he gets the ball in his hands, you think he might have a chance to score. That's Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I still don't understand why he doesn't get the ball more often. Um, the problem with the Rays here, now they're 10-3, and three, number one. They're the only team in the AFC with only three losses. But this upcoming schedule is just brutal. If they can even get out of it 2-2, two and two, I'll be happy. But the thing is, I don't want them to have the one seed. I want them to have the two. Because history has shown that when they get a week off, they suck. They come out flat. They come out slow. And it just doesn't work out. So I, I would much prefer them get the two and have to play that middle that that first week, get a then get a second home game if they win. And obviously at the AFC championship, whoever the number one would be, they'd have to play there. But I don't want the week off. That's I don't know, man. That seems silly to me. It's what I, mean, it's, I understand it's what you're what saying. They've shown these last few years when they get a week gotcha. off. They they fall they fall to pieces. It's listless. It's not even football. They get hammered. I want to see them keep playing. Um, someone told me that Minnesota beat the Raiders three to zero. Um, I refuse to say that uh, a football game actually happened. I will say that if you take any positive at all from this, is that Devontae Adams had ten targets. So. Just but there's this keep, is NFL history this game, buddy. Yes, I I know. I for the lowest scoring game of all time and the only 3-0 game, the lowest scoring game of all time played indoors. Every other game was in like elements like wind, rain, negative 20 wind chill, snowstorm, 3-0 in a dome. The only way to have a lower scoring game, Kevin, is if you tied at zero or maybe one team got a safety, yep. but no offensive points. I were saw scored. there's been like a, some like 11 games in history that were 3 0, and this was the first one indoors. 
there is one other big take out of it, though, for those of us in the world in, in playoffs of any format, is Mr. Josh Jacobs will most likely not be playing this Thursday. Zamir White, the odds of me putting him in a once-and-done lineup are slim to none, and slim just left down. So, real quick, when we're talking about um, like our fantasy playoffs coming up, it it's not the way the season started. It's not looking the playoff picture is not looking anything like what you thought it would look. For example, Tyreek Hill, maybe he's battling an injury. I don't know, but you rode that bad boy. He should probably be the NFL MVP. He really they should. Won't. They'll give it to a quarterback. They'll give it to Dak, I bet. If the, if the Cowboys right finish now, strong. Top two and L. Jacks is three right now. Yeah, I saw something with Purdy, though. I saw a stat, uh, and I'll, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to look up, but the um, San, Francisco, San Francisco 49ers are last in the league in pass attempts. Um, but Purdy is like tops in yards per attempt and yards per completion. And it's like his, his this isn't against him. He is doing what he needs to do and what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to give the ball to Debo Samuel on a slant, and Debo's supposed to take it 40 yards to the house. Nice. Same with Christian McCaffrey. Right, he's doing what he's supposed to. This is not a knock against Brock Purdy per se. Um, but no, because Trey Lance couldn't do it. Well, that's true. Garoppolo couldn't do it all that well. It's Very all, true. I don't I don't buy into that whole system crap. That's stupid. Still uh, I don't play. know about still that. gotta be able to play football. Being in the right system might help you with overall stats, but you still this is the NFL. You still need to it's be a able fit to, thing. to you still need to be able to do it. It's a fit. Brock Purdy fits the system. Trey Lance did not fit the system. We That's talk about that all the time when guys get drafted. You got to be able uh, to have some accuracy. You got to be able to hit guys downfield. I saw Ma- something like he has what the highest percentage of right now of throws over 20 yards downfield. People say you're a system correct. Well, that's not really a system quarterback when you when you have the highest percentage in the league of yards 20 that of balls that are over 20 yards in the air. That's accuracy. It is whenever you have arguably the best running back in the league, plus you have receivers like Debo Samuel and George Kittle. I, I agree. Operate but, real close to the line of scrimmage and open those downfield passes. I, up. I'm with you, but we, we can't disparage it, put down the quarterback because he has good players on his team. Obviously, any quarterback has great receivers. Look what Baker Mayfield's doing with two good receivers, right? I mean, we didn't do anything with Mike Evans this past week. Well, he didn't this this week, but generally speaking, he's doing, uh, I'm I'm with you. All that stuff is interconnected. But the fact is, you you can't just take half these jokers in the league, put them in San Francisco, and expect them to do the things Purdy's doing. You just can't. Or even Dak. Dak's been just getting crapped on for the last six years. He's this. He's that. He can't do this. He can't. Now everybody's up his butt that he's the greatest player, freaking you know, since Brady. Since Peyton Manning, it's just all relative and a little bit silly, to tell you the truth. The fact is, there's about 12 to 15 guys in the world that can play this this position competently, and there's only a handful who can play it that well. Can't argue that. So well, my original point was going in the playoffs, Tyreek Hill's dealing with some injuries. Jalen Waddle hasn't been Jalen Waddle. Nope. Stephon Diggs nope. has been struggling lately. There's so many players. Derrick Henry's. I mean, we we haven't got to his game yet, um, but but he hasn't been playing very well. Justin Jefferson got came back for one game, and he's got another injury. There's yeah, so yeah. right, there's so many big names that you 
thought were going to, you know, carry you through the playoffs into your championships. Boy, man, it's going to be very interesting how all this stuff works out. Um, I can't argue with you there even a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of the Niners, they beat the division rival or Seattle Seahawks 28 to 16. This game, the way this game started out, I was like, oh, buddy, here we go. This is going to be a 48 46 game. I mean, something crazy. Uh, but it slowed down a little bit there. Rulock was the starting quarterback because Geno Smith could not play. Only two double-digit guys for them, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Both uh, Luckily, DK got a touchdown. Otherwise, two for 52 was not going to uh, do anything for you. We were just talking about Purdy and his 27 fantasy points. Christian McCaffrey, one of his lowest scoring games of the year. Uh, but keep in mind, he had a 76-yard run on the first play of the game. And then they took him out and they put in Jordan Mason, who scored a touchdown on the next play. And Debo Samuel also had something like a one or two yard touchdown run. They decided to design for him when they could have given that one to McCaffrey as well. They just wanted to screw me. Well done. Thank you, San Francisco. Uh, but Debo, back to back 30 point games for him. Brandon Ayuk was fine. George Kittle was really good. Start your 49ers with confidence and start them. Every single week. I wanted to get back real quick to the last game, the MVP discussion. My yeah. The one great thing for Tyreek Hill last night is it proved why he should be the MVP. Because they couldn't do anything without him on the field. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely it was nothing. futility. Yes, it looked like watching the Patriots play offense. It was awful. As soon as he's back out on the field, even at 70% of himself, the whole thing opened up. Um, that said... Did you see the quote from um from uh Shanahan or no not Shanahan yeah from uh Shanahan before the game? I did not. I don't about, think. about Metcalf. He he told the team some along the lines of he had a special Christmas present for anybody on the team who could find a way to get under Metcalf's skin. Oh, because it didn't work. So they were going one after another, just going out the whole game to get a flushed. And boy, did he ever do? He ended up getting kicked out of the game. Um, boys, he's so, so easy to get under his skin. What an idiot. He is. What an idiot. He really Keep is. Keep cool, dude. What are you going to do for real? You're on a football field. I, yeah. I never oh, understood, man. Like, between the two of them, bright as a burned out light bulb. I played football for a long time. And watching these guys, I, I, listen, I'm not proud of it. I got in fights on a football field. Only on a practice field. I wasn't dumb enough to fight in the game. And I'd mentioned before, I played defense in college. Our defense was awesome. Our offense was terrible. We did not get along very well. I got in some fights on the practice field. I never once tried to punch somebody in the helmet or the yeah. face mask. How stupid is that? All you do is break your hand. So oh, dude. Break you your hand, get kicked out of the game, cost your team 15 yards. Dude, you got chins, you got necks, you got ribs, man. There are some spots that you can do. I don't know why these guys are hitting people in the helmet. All They're because so, you got your uh, ass kicked on the field. Man, it makes no sense to me. Then at my all. thought is instead of fighting the other team for having the audacity better than you, get better. And I, you're right. And I never once fought someone for beating me. Never once. Yeah, why would you? It's their job right. to go and beat you. Just say it's your job to beat them. Good for you. Would you expect right. them to fight you every time you're you're ahead in the game? It's just stupid. So he's got this reputation now that the other team can just get him kicked out by the end of the first quarter. 
Buffalo Bills decided that they were not going to lose anymore. And they go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs while the Chiefs were playing at Arrowhead. Josh Allen got you just shy of 20 points. James Cook, 22.6. And let me read the numbers for everybody else. Ty Johnson, three. Latavius Murray, three. Okay. Stephon Diggs. So you're just four. are you doing this just to be a dick? Um because you can't wait to oh wait, you're not even no. gonna get to Gabe Davis because he's not even on the freaking screen. <laughs> I should have just been quiet. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> you go and you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You think your receivers did a little something. How did Nobody Gabe did anything. from 11 targets and like 19 points to two targets and zero points. Uh, dude, if it makes you feel any better, outside of Rashid Rice and his seven for 72. You say and a that a lot, but it never, ever makes me feel any better. I don't, I don't know what to do, Kevin. I try. I try. I mean, Kelsey got 11, 6 for 83, <laughs> but it's still not Kelsey numbers. Uh, Patrick game, Mahomes, 12.8. I hope This that was something. fun to watch. The biggest thing I took from this game is, as you know, I've always been a huge Mahomes fan from day one, from when he was drafted. I, it's and hard I not come to around to Andy Reid because you spelled out to me, you know, the, the fruits of his labor of his life, and I've really come to have a lot of respect for him. But this whiny crap, in this game, when they get the benefit of 98% of every call of every game they play, including in the Super Bowl last year. Ah, thank you. Oh, I didn't have to say it. Thank right. You. And they whine about a blatant, blatant foul. Blatant. All because they had a pretty little play because Miss, Mr. Swift had a nice little lateral to Tony. And scored like if that would have just been an incomplete pass, they wouldn't have said a word about it. But because they had their pretty little play from Mr. Swift, they throw a fit about it. And now, and when they actually wait to actually see the play and realize he was like a half a yard offsides, it's like really like the the whininess. He's they're really losing fans. Like people that have had a lot of respect for them over the years, they're losing them because nobody likes a freaking whiner. They're losing a couple dozen football fans. But as you mentioned, I wasn't sure you're going to hit it again. You snuck in a Mr. Swift on that with Travis Kelsey, which is nice. Thank you. Um, they've gained hundreds of thousands Swifties. So I don't yeah, think until they Mr. Swift gets a divorce and then the uh, shit's going to hit the fan. Well, I can't wait for her song to come out and just yes, rip it's so awesome. Hopefully half of it is about Mahomes' wife. <laughs> oh, Something God, up to she's her. the worst. Um, dude, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs. I still wouldn't want to play in the playoffs, but they are not the same because their receivers cost them game after game after game. Their receivers have cost them at least three games this year between the drops, lining up off sides, all this other stupid crap. Have you looked at the right tackle for Kansas City on the same play that Kadarius Tony lined up off sides? No, dude. Did he jump as he does on – 80% of all snaps? No, but he is back far enough that you might be able to hit him with an illegal um, yeah. formation. He's back pretty far. If you look at that play right before the snap, see how far back he is. <sighs> uh, moving on. Denver Broncos, who are one game behind the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West. 24-7 to are the Chargers. Did they beat the Lot Chiefs? What's up? Did they beat they, the Chiefs? 
they, they, yes. Okay. Um, Will Russell Wilson, fine game for you, just about nineteen him. points. Devontae Williams, man, seventeen for sixty-six and a touchdown, three for twenty-five. He's he's becoming very consistent here. Uh, I think we missed his blow-up year. I know he wasn't going to blow up this year because the injury, and we thought it was. Ah, is it next year? It is because they have nothing. But, even if they don't make the playoffs, they have nothing but momentum. You're going to have a whole year under the new coach. You're going to have. He's going to be able to bring in. Payton will bring will bring in his own guys. Next year is the year that he's going to be top five. Kevin, close your eyes. There was a receiver that scored 16.7 <laughs> points. He had three catches for yes. 62 yards. Touchdown. Who was it? Sir Cortland Sutton. Dude, unbelievable. And he honestly, he makes amazing catches every that week. Catch was sick. So did you crazy. see it? Yes, of course I did. He's just straight up being mugged and just somehow uh, still pulled that in with his right one handed. Just one. And he said after the game, ain't really nothing. It's my job to catch the ball. I do whatever I can to catch the ball. I catch it. He didn't say that the last two years whenever he was underperforming. Uh, but I'm glad he's saying it now. Justin Herbert, uh, out for the year. He is done. 1.2 fantasy points. Um, but Austin Eckler finally, after a three or four game hiatus, came back. Only 10 carries, but he did average five yards a carry. He got a touchdown on the ground. Plus... Five catches for 49 yards. So finally, he did a little something for you. Uh, and outside of that, man, it was nothing. Quentin Johnson had a couple big catches, but no way you started him in your fantasy league. No, this is uh, – and here's another player now. I saved Keenan Allen all year, all so that Easton – Oh, State yeah. Can throw Playoffs him. now, man. You Keenan Allen won you so many weeks in the beginning yeah. of the year. He got you to the playoffs, and saved now him, that him, dude's going to get you the boot, man. Easton Stick slanging it. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Dallas Cowboys, 33-13 to against the Eagles. Um, Jalen Hurts, whopping seven and a half fantasy points. A.J. Brown somehow came out of this game 9 for 94. I watched him drop two passes that would have been big time. I watched him lose a fumble, Kevin. He should have it had was... 200 yards in this game. Oh, dude, no kidding. Just by nope. – I'm not saying, like, if anything had changed other than him just catching the ball and not fumbling. He could have had 200 Correct. yards. Correct. Uh, and then on the other side, uh, all of your Dallas Cowboys were at least fine. Jake Ferguson got 9.7, and you're okay with that from a tight end. Uh, Michael Gallup, he got a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb obviously was fine. Tony Pollard was fine, and Dak was fine. No one was great, but everyone was fine. And it's hard to put points. up yards when you're getting the ball deep into Philly territory. Right, man. The, dude, it's the, the turnovers. And, Yo. yeah, and um, just untimely penalties. Turnovers killed two drives that could have easily been a touchdown, and penalties killed another one that could have easily been a touchdown. And, and then you all of a sudden you're looking at a completely the game. different so, game. I'm going to give myself credit here because who called this starting about six weeks ago? Me. That said, we we talked the other day. The Eagle or the Cowboys and 49ers both had their stretches this year where they were like pretenders, straight up pretenders. 
And my thought, I've told you already on this with the Eagles right now, yes, all this came back to finally bite them, which I did call was going to happen. But this they're not pretenders either. This is just a bad stretch. They're going to get their crap together. They're going to cut out the turnovers. They're going to find a way to convince Hurts to play Hurts football without turning the ball over, and they'll be just fine. I, if I if I had to put money on it right now, I'd still put the Niners in the Super Bowl, but <laughs> 10 cents behind would be the Eagles because I think if they play a third time, the Eagles will beat the Cowboys. Well, Kevin, and here's the deal. The Cowboys are about to go on the road to Buffalo, who is always a good team. They haven't been able to put it together, but they just beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Then they're going on the road again to Miami, who I know they just lost the Titans. We're going to get to them in just a second. Then they're playing at home, but it's against the Lions. And I know the Lions are reeling a little bit now, but guess what? The game's indoors. Lions yeah, love playing play. indoors. They're playing, they play indoors, right? And they finish with Washington, so that doesn't really matter. So the the Cowboys have a tough road ahead of them. And I know they they rolled into this game. I mean, just watching them from the first snap, they were confident. And good for them. They should have been. Uh, but we'll see how they feel when the playoffs roll around. Because if they lose, I can see them losing two of these next four games. Easily. And the Eagles have a cupcake schedule. Cupcake. Maybe it could is it potentially like the easiest in the league left, right? Um, not in the Gotta league because be they play close. They're on the road. Um, yeah, but against- Seahawks have seven wins. The Giants have five. Cardinals have two. Yeah, but it's a cross-country game. That's never easy. At no, the Cardinals are at home. No, no, no. I'm saying the Seahawks. So no, this week. True. No, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying from a strict percentage, it's got to be one of the yeah. easier schedules oh, in yeah. the league. Because you have Seahawks, three Giants, of the games are against teams with extreme losing records. And then the Seahawks are only one game over 500. Compared to the pick, Cowboys. Can I tell you what's weird, though? If I had to pick one game for the Eagles to lose, it would be one of these silly games of the Giants. Giants on a three-game win streak. And it's a division game, and it's just uh, just to piss me off, I think. Maybe. All but, right. uh, DeVito, he's playing well. Jeez, he he makes don't... games interesting. He makes you know what? Giants games are worth watching. Well, you know what? We're talking about it. Let's go to it. Because they just beat... Packers and the Packers were playing well. weren't I think they were on a nice three-game win streak themselves. They and were, then, and, he, and, and the thing is, Devito might not even be playing this week. There's already talk that they're going to throw Tyrod no. Taylor back in. I don't know, man. I wouldn't. I not wouldn't that, either. That, the guys won three games in a row. Why would you? Why would you bench him now? Unless you're not, trying to lose. It's he. He's not. You know, Eli Manning, but. uh He's not not Eli Manning. He's winning. I don't care about the stats. They're They're winning. Wins, wins, wins. Who cares about stats? The only person fantasy relevant for the Green Bay Packers was Jaden Reed. 16 and a half points. Eight for 27. Seven. That's almost. That's on on par with three for negative. They threw him a lot of screens and they were getting blown up. Blown up they right off the bat. But but you know what they did? They handed him the ball four for 38 and a touchdown. Yeah, a touchdown. It's a nice yeah. run, too. Saquon Barkley got two touchdowns gifted to him, but we'll take those. Uh, it, he had the opposite game of Christian McCaffrey, where McCaffrey should have gotten two touchdowns, 
uh, didn't happen. So Saquon got Having them. That game, he averaged four point three yards a carry. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, uh, Devito got tackled on the one. Oh yeah, yeah. So Barkley got Mondale Robinson right, got yeah. tackled on the two or three. Gotcha. Um, and then yeah, I mentioned Wondell Robinson, fourteen and a half fantasy points, but you didn't start him. Six for seventy nine. Uh, he was easily the main target for Tommy DeVito, who was 17 for 21. He had four incompletions all game. Yeah. He only had 158 yards and only one touchdown. Yeah. But uh, he runs run. the ball, man. 10 carries, 71 yards. The defense all of a sudden looks at least competent. They're not dominating the game, but they at least look competent. And Green Bay mm-hmm. went up, and the Giants didn't care. They drove right down the field, got that field goal. It was awesome. Giants are five and eight. Outside shot of them making it. They're not going to, but now, now keep in mind this three game win streak, Commanders, Patriots, Packers, and then the Saints are this week. That's I mean, that's a definitely a winnable game. It's in New Orleans. That's not completely you know, winnable. Their car's awful. But then they got Eagles, Rams, Eagles. So that's, that's going to be work out real well. I know. I don't. But I'm telling you. They, if they won a game against the Eagles, it would not surprise me. It pissed me off, but it would not surprise me. Um, game left, big boy. I would not be as angry, though, as if I was a Dolphins fan. And I lost 28-27 to 27 against the Titans. You already gave us a play-by-play on how that game ended. Quit playing which defense. Was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I just It's tough to put into words. The finish of that game. Were you Derek awake Henry, or were you asleep for the end? Uh, for the oh, are you kidding me? Three minutes to go, they're down by two scores. I, I didn't know. I didn't watching. know if you stayed up or not. Sometimes you get. Of course, I didn't. When you're when you're there's no way. There's no way I stayed up for that. There's no point. The game was oh, over. Okay, got you. Well, I watched the whole thing. It was unreal watching them move down the field those last three minutes. But I was glad because it helped the Ravens. Once I got mean, screwed in my league of record, I was like, God, I hope the Dolphins lose now. You mean twice in the last three minutes? Twice, yeah. It's it didn't matter. The second one didn't matter. Once the first one happened, I was already it was already done for me. So by then, about, I was like, "Please, Titans, score again." How about Derrick Henry averaging two yards a carry, but getting two touchdowns? He never had a chance. He was getting crushed in the backfield. Never had crushed. a chance. Well, they were able to do that because they decided not to cover DeAndre Hopkins, seven one twenty four and a score. Uh, Raheem Moster. Continues to be an absolute monster. 96 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Uh, man, what a steal in fantasy drafts he was. Uh, and then Waddle snuck in 10.9. Got to a little double-digit fantasy points there. But even two, seven and a half points. What a letdown this was. I mean, the Titans, you can throw on the Titans. But uh, I guess the Dolphins can't. I mean, they did. He threw for 240 yards. He just – the touchdowns were on the ground, and they had a defensive score. But 240 yards against the Titans, I mean, they – I target – in fantasy, I target their defensive backs with the receivers. Yeah. Didn't well, pay off I mean, this way. Like, like we said earlier, once once Tyreek left the game, that offense looked literally straight out of New England. It was awful. They couldn't do anything. They looked they, – they didn't know what they were doing. They had no – Nobody getting open. They looked like they had completely lost. Uh, I, I get not the focal point. Like they've lost. I don't. I don't know what the word is. Like their their focus on offense was completely gone. 
Like what what are we doing? What what is our whole yeah. strategy here? Because at least when he's on the field, he opens up everything for everybody else. Well, that wasn't happening. It was really ugly. As soon as he came back, boom, they just start bebopping and scatting down the field like nobody's business. It wasn't their fault they lost this game. It was the defense. They just looked like trash those last two minutes. Like I said, and you, they broke a 760 game freaking streak. Yeah. That's how that's how futile it really was. So crazy. All right, friend, you ready to get only starts of the week? Okay, buddy. I don't know who went first last week. How about you go first this week? I don't even remember. Okay. I don't remember either. Doesn't matter. I can pivot on a couple of these. I picked Matt Stafford against the, the skin slash commander slash football team. They are the worst the last four weeks, I believe, against quarterbacks or second worst against behind the Eagles. Because um, at Seattle, I'd love to go with Gino, but we still don't know if Gino's even going to play. And I'm sure as hell not picking Drew Locke. So I went with uh, Stafford, who's on a hot streak and at home. Uh, I might do the Drew Locke experience. I, I'm in on Gino for sure if he's playing. I think I'm in on Drew Locke, man. Yeah, I'm not. I really do. I, I don't see why not the Eagles. You might be able to throw on the Eagles, so I'm okay with it. You got I could DK Metcalf really out there. Hard. I could still hit about 80, 82 on the gun. You could not hit eighty or eighty two on the gun. Yeah, I mean, no, I got, not with a football, with a baseball. No, definitely I got, not with a football. I got money. I got That's money cool. on that. I can't I can wait. Still throw as hard as I ever could. We okay. This summer we're gonna hit a carnival. We're gonna fly. I'll come up. I'll, I will they're, drive. Because the carnival, I will drive six hours. I will drive six hours. Radar guns. The bet's gonna have to be worth it though. But I'll drive six hours to watch you embarrass yourself. How would I be embarrassed if I only hit seventy eight? How would that? Well, because you have to give me money. You have to give me money. Not exactly super hard. I'm not pretending I can throw ninety six because I never not, could in my life. I could never not hit a 90. chance. Not a. Uh, Chance. Dude, you don't understand how spry I still am. Oh my god! How hard I can go. still hit. How about you quit embarrassing yourself and tell us? Well, you maybe you'll still embarrass yourself when you tell us you're running back start of the weekend. What makes you think that I can't throw hard anymore? What would lead you to believe that? I'm not sure you could ever throw eighty. Boy, go me, ahead. What? I mean, you about to tangle? Oh, dude, I can't wait. You better bring that full beard, buddy. I love the tangles here. You're not you're not a surprise you once were. I still am. I still do stuff. Please. I'm not just out chucking frisbees around with five year olds. I actually do stuff. Who's your running back? <laughs> Let me look, y'all. You know who I picked? I picked Zeke again. Oh gosh. About, it's in New England. They're gonna have to run a lot to keep Kansas City's offense off the field. Their Chiefs are uh, about tenth most running back points because I didn't. I'm not going to pick Kieran Williams. Is it Kieran or Kyron? I don't. I hear Kyron. Okay, that's Kyron. I'm not picking him. I'm not picking CMC. I'm not picking Barkley because those are all people like you said get picked or they're going to play people anyway. So when I go down the line, the first guy I really see that's like iffy, Zeke. Okay, I'm. Listen. You should have started in this last week, so I, I get you. Should have. You're right. I'm going DeAndre Swift. Seattle gives up the eight most points to running backs over the last four weeks. Dude, the Eagles have got to get back to running the ball. That's why I didn't, because they aren't. 
They're Feed. forcing it into Hurts' hands. Forcing Feed. it. All three of them. I don't even like Boston Scott, but if you want him to run the ball, let's do it. Give it to Kenneth Gainwell. Just, they just Boston I don't understand it. You have to keep your defense off the field. What are we doing, Nick Sirianni? Your defense is awful. I don't keep him off I the field. Because I, you know what I mean, I love to give props to Sirianni, but he's lost his way. He seems Kevin. to think that you can continue to win the the way you guys played last year. Well, it's not last year; it's this year. Change it. Go to Swift. Run Swift on first down. He's going to get you three or four yards. And he's at hey, least said, going to keep the clock running and let your defense, which is the worst in the league, at least catch their freaking breath. Yes. I have, I've said this a thousand times this year. And then run the ball on second down, and you're going to get three or four yards. So now we're looking at second and what, second and four, maybe. We'll say it's second and four. You only got three yards. That's fine. Each carry. Now we're second – or I'm sorry, third, third. and four. Then, now let Hurts drop back. And do something, and his first read, if it's not there, your second read has to be to run. Let Hurts run for those first downs, Kevin. Just run the ball every play. I'm with you. And there, there's a correlation of it. If we could see how often that Eagles defensive is, is actually on the field compared to last year, well, maybe that's part of the reason they're so awful because they can't freaking breathe by the second half. No kidding. All right, who's your wide receiver? Okay, buddy, let me look you I picked uh, Mr. Zay Flowers this week uh, against the Jags. Jags are getting up the fourth most points to wide receivers the last four weeks. And Zay Flowers is a little hot. L. Jax is a little hot. And I think Flowers could do well. You don't get hot after one week. He's hot to me. He's looking good. What about OBJ? It could be Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I don't trust that. He doesn't yeah. throw to them as much. They have oh they they have to hit well like a random play. Flowers gets more targets. Well, I pick two. If if Geno Smith starts, you get anyone from Seattle. If it's Drew Locke, I'd probably lean towards DK Metcalf. But since we don't know, how about Cooper Cup? And I wanted to pick Cup, but I thought you'd yell at me like you did last week. Like everybody uh, plays Cooper Cup every week anyway. But but are they? Because I know that I haven't. I have him on a team. I did not play him every week this year. Well, he's tied for reason you haven't made the playoffs. He's tied for 28th in points yeah, but he also per game. Well, I don't care. He's no points per game, sir. You still play Cooper Cup every week. You have to. 28th in points per game. Um, And it's finally, we mentioned this, it started to look like Stafford and him are getting on the same plate, on the same page. And that's, I mean, Washington's terrible. They so, are. Yeah, right. Uh, he may or answer. may not be in my once and done lineup this week. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I won't be giving out many uh on that, but this is that's pretty much a no brainer. They're so freaking awful. Obviously. Oh, my tight end. You still there, buddy? Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm sitting here with well, bated breath. Just waiting. Oh, I didn't hear you say anything. Did you say something? I don't know. Maybe. No, Who I don't it? think you did. I'm sorry, you didn't understand a segue. Who's your tight end? When, when was there a segue? What was it? Mine is Tucker Craft, the Green Bay Packers. I understand this is a dart throw. He's got 10 targets over the last two weeks. The the, the bar for tight ends is pretty low. Tampa Bay's fifth worst against tight ends over the last four. He has so, the longest play of the game last night. I know. Let's throw a dart for Tucker Craft. He plays for the Evil Decepticons. I chose uh, your your little butt buddy, Dallas Goddard. 
Hey. It's Seattle. They're about 10th worst uh, last four weeks against tight ends. I think they need to really start getting him and Swift involved more again instead of, uh, I think last week, they only he only threw to four people. And 20, I think, of the 25 passes were to the two wide receivers. So it's time to get him back involved a little bit more and slow the game down and get smaller chunks instead of every ball has to be 17 yards or farther down the field. Right? I don't know what's happening, but I got Dallas Goddard in the uh, league of record lineup, so let's do it, man. Very good. Who's your defense? I picked uh, the Rams. They've been playing really well. Um, Washington is Really well? They just gave up 30-plus points. Yeah, they did, but that's the Ravens. They're beasts. Generally speaking, they've been playing well, and the skins are awful, so I went with the Rams. I'll be honest. I looked at these defenses that are out there, and I just don't know, man. Uh, Houston was supposed to be a smash spot last week against the Jets in the rain. Didn't work in, out. In the wind. It didn't, man. Uh, give me Kansas City against New England. I know it's on the road, but New England gives up the six most points to fantasy defenses, and Kansas City has got to be itching to get back on track. And I feel like teeing off against a weak offense like the Patriots with Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, whoever they're going to throw in there. I don't know, man. It might be the medicine they need. It might be, but Belichick has a way of really. Making... Not this year, though, man. We keep saying that. But Their defense has win. been amazing. Their offense has sucked. What we, we we just talked about last week, they set an all-time NFL record for how That's great my point. their defense has been. That's my point. I'm playing the Kansas City defense against that terrible offense. Oh, that's true. I'm backwards now. <laughs> I got myself all betwixt in between. <laughs> your 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 rhymes were crossed. But, did, I, did you say right? No. Vasily, you said your rhymes were crossed, like a classic Seinfeld episode. Of course I did, Kevin, because I know you're a Seinfeld fan. Well done. Yeah, that was a Donna 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 Chang Donna Chang. Yes, Donna Chang. Yes. Well played. Oh. Well, man. then it might not be so bad. Ooh. All right, man. I'd like to see Casey pretty... lose. Uh, uh, dude, uh, can I be honest with you? Me too. It's just I so great to... for like storylines and everything and watching them lose their crap because they're so used to referees handing them victories that when things get a little crazy, now all of a sudden they're crying foul. I know. Can I... How do you feel about these Saturday games? Um, I got to look and see. I saw them earlier. No, 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 no. I don't mean the games. I just mean games being on Saturday. Oh, I love it. They have I a long standing rule with the, NF- with the NCAA that they would never infringe on them. Once the NCAA is over, they do it. No, I love it because I get to watch football Saturday. I don't have my daughter this weekend, so it gives me something to do. Uh, see, and I, it's, it's a boys' weekend, man. It's me and my little man. And I can't dedicate two days to football. It's got to be. My man gets at least bare minimum one and a half days, okay, uh, well, if not the full two. But then, then I don't like that. Don't watch the games. Um, it's also good for like injuries for fantasy because if a guy's out Saturday, you can easily replace him for something on Sunday. I, I've always been as much as I hate fantasy football. I love the NFL, so I'm I'm down with the NFL five days a week if we could. I uh, who's going to be the favorite? I. I Without looking, Cowboys or Bills? It's it's in Buffalo. 
I still think the Cowboys might be the favorite. You mean who do I think will win, or do you mean Vegas will put the odds on? Who do you think Vegas is going to put the odds on? I think on? it'll be like the Cowboys, probably like minus one, minus two, something like that. Mm. What, do you know what it is? I have no idea. Um, I don't. If I, I had never to really look at that stuff, I think the Bills are going to win. If I had to pick one, I would pick Buffalo. Um, I, I mean, Buffalo is a favorite, two and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's which is weird. Well, I it, it takes two things into account. One, the fact that Buffalo beat Kansas City, and it, as much as you know, Kansas City's not who they used to be, and Buffalo's not who they used to be. They still beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, it's in Buffalo, and I, honestly, I think it takes into account the fact that Dallas is very unpredictable. They are. They just mauled the Eagles, for sure. I like they Absolutely. they just you know crushed. The Panthers, they crushed the freaking Eagles. The Eagles are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Seahawks. Yeah, that's because, like you said, and, it's on the road, 3,000 miles away. Yeah, but you get three points for being the home team. You know what I mean? So it's like – it's. I'm surprised by the Buffalo thing. It's uh, the, the, the consensus number two team in the NFL right now versus a team who's 11th in their own conference. But I'm, ultimately, what do the spreads mean? To, to us and to the real NFL, they don't mean anything. The Ravens are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, again, it's on the road, and they don't play as well on the road. They just don't. And they don't play as well against AFC teams for some reason. I, I like these. I like these over uh, or, uh, these odds. Steelers are one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals at home. The Bengals. This is interesting. The Niners are just shy of two touchdown favorites over the Cardinals. This is good stuff. Hey, mate, you might, might have to throw have down to, some money this week, buddy. Might have to dig in. Yeah, I might have to dig yeah. into these. All right, sir. Anything else for you? Uh, nothing particular. It's uh, right, folks, it's go time. Many leagues yeah, playoffs. Man. Many leagues. Oh yeah, good luck. Last week of the regular season. So here we go. Last week push. Yep. Wish me luck. Uh, thank you all for listening. Be sure to check us out. Get your bell on football podcast, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Um, Kevin, we'll see you in a week. Later, buddy.